0: You know, it's 1968, I'm 18 years old, in the jungles of Panama on my very first missionary trip, living with an Indian tribe. That didn't wear clothes, and we lived wildcat style. No catch, no eat. If I shot a monkey, we ate monkey. If I shot a pig, we ate pig. Didn't eat any, Didn't shoot anything. Didn't eat anything. And I learned a powerful lesson watching these, the the Indian tribe catch monkeys alive. And when they wanted to eat them, we just we just shot them and killed them. But uh, when they wanted to go sell them or take them in alive, they would put a, a, a like a, a five gallon water jug out in the jungle that they'd brought in from the city, and uh, they'd put bananas in the bottom of it. And they'd put them in a local spot where they knew the monkeys were going to hang out and then sure enough here would come monkeys after a while and they'd uh, reach their hand down there and they'd grab a banana and uh, because they wouldn't let go of it because they kept the banana in their fist they couldn't get their hand out of the jar and so they'd hear us coming they'd hear the, the tribe wow. coming they'd smell us coming they'd hear us coming they'd start screaming and yelling and hollering and throwing a fit and jumping all over the place knocking the jug down dragging it with it but they'd never Open their hand to get loose and gain their freedom, and I learned something about partnership and about giving from that. Is that uh, you can't receive from God with that's an open, right. with a with a closed fist or a closed heart. That's right. But if you live with an open fist and an open heart, that's you'll right. always be able to be a giver and a receiver. And I've lived by that, Renee, for yes, 53 that's, years that's that I right. refuse to keep a closed fist. I'm going to let that. I'm gonna open my fist, open my heart, be a blessing partner with, I've partnered with people with ministries all my life and will continue to do so. That's right. We love you, God bless you. There's a link on the bottom if you want to get a hold of us, partner with us, uh, terrymize.com or click on the link. We love you, God bless you. So all of heaven is watching the earth all the time, looking for a man or a woman that's going to use the Word of God, that's going to speak the Word of God, that's going to move on the Word of God, and when they do, heaven moves.
1: Hello, everyone. God bless you today. We are thrilled to be with you here on More Than Conquerors program. It's always a good time to talk about the word of God. And to be grateful for all the wonderful things that God has done for so many people. You know, I saw the population numbers uh recently, Terry, that there are almost eight billion people on this planet. That's true. <laughs> that is That's amazing. A That's a bunch of people. And I think about uh John three sixteen, every time I hear any kind of population numbers, and it always encourages me to um, really thank God, be thankful, be grateful that God so loved the world. And that's talking about people, the population, yes, not yes, the, yes. the world, the globe not or the, the world planet. system. God so loved the world, people of every nation, every kindred, every tribe and every tongue. And he has promised them that whoever would believe on him. Yes. Hallelujah. How easy is that? Would not perish, but have everlasting life. And then as you walk into that kingdom of eternal life, you're given all of the promises of God. Every single one of them, from Genesis to Revelation, that yes, to God's covenant promises to his people that if you will believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, thou shalt, you shall be saved. And saved means delivered from eternal death. You've walked into the kingdom of eternal life, and every single promise that's in the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation belongs to you. And Absolutely. he's willing to make that commitment to 8 billion people.
0: No, of course he is.
1: There's enough of the resources of the kingdom of God to... Take care of every single person on this planet. No lack. No preferential treatment. It's just whosoever will. Whosoever will. <laughs> Whatever you can believe God for, you can have from the Word of God. If you can find it in the Word of God and find that promise for you, yourself, your family, whoever, you can have that promise for healing, for prosperity, for favor, for deliverance, for protection, yes. all of the wonderful things. And I just, I just wanted to talk about that first thing right off the bat today because we're out here in all this beauty, and it's just absolutely thrilling to realize that all this was created for us. Yes, it was. We're the yes, top it of. was. God had us on His mind. He had us on His mind. We're the top of the His cross, creation. he just Jesus
0: had us on His mind.
1: Oh, my. Yes. What a Savior. What a promise. What a covenant that we have with Him. So that's my exhortation to you today, that uh, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and you shall be saved. You
0: know, God, God's a people God. That's it.
1: That's God the whole thing. God loves
0: people. God's a family God. He loves yes. families. And uh, as Christians, we love people. Yes. And we love families. But you know what, Renee? There's a lot of bad guys on the planet. No. Wow. And just recently, I have read a few billionaires' uh, uh, ideas, such as George Soros, Bill Gates, some of those evil, wicked people. Yes. And even, uh, I think even uh, Mr. Biden said it at one point. Right. That uh, we're going to get rid of four billion people.
1: I, I mean, know. I mean, God's
0: thinking about saving and helping eight billion. Eight billion. And these clowns are talking about murdering four billion Right. That's true, Terry. I mean, people think that Hitler was a bad guy because he killed six million Jews. These guys are talking about murdering, eliminating, getting rid of four billion. billion people, red, yellow, black, and white men, women, boys, girls, kids. Uh, what evil? What It's just, un-
1: it's unthinkable. When, and, and that's the contrast. My job as a
0: missionary is all these years, 54 years, I've gone to the nations to save people. Right, right. That's all my my waking thoughts are go save people, go help help people, people. go love people, go lift people, go go embrace them, minister to them, lift them up. And these guys, these devils are saying, let's kill them.
1: See, that's the contrast of the spirit of the world that we see every day on the news, TV, movies, everything, magazines, uh, Internet. It's the exact opposite, Terry, of the kingdom of God. I
0: have preached this for 54 years all over the world that Jesus said... Uh, and that I have come to give yeah. you life in abundance. Life
1: in abundance. Je- the
0: devil's come to steal, to kill, kill and, and destroy. destroy. And Jesus said, but I have come to give you life, and that more abundantly. abundantly. And then Acts 10, 38, which is one of my favorite scriptures in the Bible, says how God, I love this scripture, how God anointed <laughs> Jesus of Nazareth yes. with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, not bad, right. but good Doing good. all, a w all, all. longest word in the Bible, all yeah. <laughs> that were oppressed it of sure the is. devil for God was with him. Now, that scripture is always, I've preached That's it all right. over the world, Renee, right? Since I was a kid. Right. Because that scripture tells us several things. It tells you God's good, Jesus is good, the Holy Ghost is good, and the devil's bad.
1: The devil's bad. That's, That's all how you simple need to is. know. That's all that God you need to know. Jesus is a good
0: God. Jesus That's is right. a good Jesus. The Holy Spirit is a good Holy Spirit. And the devil is evil, bad, so I've told people for decades, you don't have to be real spiritual to figure out what's God and what's the devil. If it's <laughs> good, right. it's God. Right. And if it's bad, it's the devil. That's if it's right. killing, stealing, and destroying, it's the devil. That's if, right. it, if it's life in abundance, that's Jesus. I'd recognize him anywhere. You know, I was preaching that's this right. very message in February right. of 1975. Uh, I was 25 years old in the, in the city of, in the nation of Honduras, in the city of uh, Tegucigalpa and I was on the Crusade platform teaching one morning on a hot, hot, hot February morning, and uh, I was preaching John 10.10, the thief has come to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, But I've come, Jesus said, to give you life, and that in abundance. That's the contrast. And and Acts 10.38, how God anointed Jesus, Jesus of Nazareth of with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good, good. not bad, and healing all that were oppressed of the, uh, devil, the devil, for God was with him. And I said, you can always know, you can always tell what's <laughs> God and the what's truth? the devil. If it's yes. good, it's God. If it's bad, it's the devil. And uh, when I finished ministering that morning, and I was putting the microphones away, I had prayed for people and, and, and dismissed the service, and it's open air, we're in the open air. And I'm putting the microphones away and stuff like that. And a a pregnant lady came up on the platform behind me. Right. And when I turned around, I heard her behind me. And I turned around and here's this pretty lady uh, pregnant and just crying, just tears running down her face. And I said, well, sister, what's wrong? And she said, Brother Terry, please pray for me. You've got to pray for me. She said, uh, she said, I haven't felt my baby move for many days. And she said, I'm bleeding profusely and I'm in excruciating pain. And she said this morning before i came to the service i went to the doctor and the doctor examined me and he said that my baby's dead
1: and he wants me to go in
0: the hospital so he can remove it from me and she said i left there and ran here to the to the crusade smart move and i and i said to her i said dear lady dear sister a dead baby on the inside of you is not life Life in abundance it's killing it's stealing it's destroying it's the devil. It's not the That's will right. of God. It's not the plan of God. It's evil. It's wrong. It's it's devilish.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Now I didn't pray for her anything. Really. I no. didn't lay hands on her. No, and she didn't know the difference. I'm just no, talking to her right, right. as a man of God in the in the office of apostle that God called me to, and. Uh, you know, we need to know about the offices. We need to know what a pastor does and what an apostle does and what a a prophet does and what an evangelist teacher. It's more uh, important now than ever. And I I know what office I'm called to and I know what I can do uh, because of that anointing, not because of me, but because of what God put on me. And so I said to her, I said, dear sister, a dead baby on the inside of you is not life in abundance. It's killing, it's stealing, it's destroying. <laughs> That's right. Now I decree to you as a man of God, as an apostle in the name of Jesus, yes, that yes, office yes. that God's called me to, your baby will live and not die. Now go back to the doctor. I didn't touch her, didn't lay hands on her, didn't pray for her. She thought I did because I said those things to her. And she turned around, she thanked me, turned around and left. I didn't see her again for four days. And the fourth night, four nights later, I saw her in our testimony line, and in Open Air Crusades, as you know, I don't right. have prayer lines. Right. Because I can't lay hands on that many people. That's right. Uh, you know, in that crowd, there was 25,000 people in the crowd. That's 25 years old, 25,000 people. And there's no way I could lay hands on 25,000 people. So I don't even start it, because if I start it with one, they'll all want it and they don't know the difference they'll believe what i tell them so i don't tell them about laying on hands i think i'll wait till they get saved and get in church their pastor can tell them about right, that right but i taught them that every night after i preach the word i'm going to pray pray over and the all holy of you. ghost is going to fall on you where you yes, stand where and are. heal you right there and then you check yourself out and see that you're healed and you come up and get in the testimony line come up here and tell us what god did so i saw her in the Sounds testimony line. simple it is simple it's only not simple with pastors and preachers and people and charismatics, folks that I, charismaniacs that I take with me from the States because they wanna pray, they wanna lay hands on people. Yeah. And I, I tell them, before we ever leave the States, I, tell, I have an orientation session, I say, listen, this is gonna be hard on you, but in, on, in my crusades, once you step on my crusade ground, don't you dare lay hands on anybody.
1: We are here in the year 2022, the year of our Lord 2022, to do great and mighty things for the kingdom of God, to focus on helping children around the world. Last year, we did 42 nations in 20, 20, 42 different orphanages in 26 different nations. And we are just delighted to do that all the time. Besides all year long, we're helping widows and homes of people that are in need around the world. And we want to be able to do even better this year than we've done the last two years. We just look forward to hearing from you. It's going to be a great time. We're going to do great things, and we're going to do it together. God bless you. We pray all of God's abundant blessings on you coming in and going out.
0: On my crusade ground, don't you dare lay hands on anybody. Right. I said, now, if you want to go out in the daytime and walk up and down the streets and pass out sure. and pray for everybody there, I don't sure. care. But once you step on my crusade ground, don't you dare. I don't care if someone comes and begs you to pray for them. Right. If someone comes and brings their baby that's burning up with fever and begs you to pray for, them, don't you dare lay hands on them. Because if the people see you laying hands on them right they're all going to want it right and that eliminate that will do away with what i'm doing of right. praying a mass prayer for everybody and god doing miracles
1: well it's human nature to find out see something somebody's doing well, and well, then and then they think that's the only way to get it well, done yeah, and that's Christians human nature that's the way they i saw it done somebody. that's the way i want it yeah. done you but know see, in America, you know, we, it's we just a
0: people overlay oh, hands on people well there's a different lots of dynamic yeah lots of lots of methods of healing in the bible but anyway uh, and it's hard on those folks. And <laughs> But I want to pray. No, you keep not on my crusade ground because um, it'll destroy what God's trying to do here. Right. Now, you may get three or four healed while laying hands on I'll get thousands healed right. by praying a mass prayer, but mass not prayer. if you mess it up. Anyway, right. four days later, she's in the testimony line. And I'm taking testimonies of people and talking to them and hearing what God's done. And I see that lady and she's smiling. I think, oh, this ought to be good. Wait till she gets up here.
1: Right.
0: And when she got up there and told the story, and she was smiling. Her face was radiant. You know, Psalms 34 says, those that look on him will be radiant. Will
1: be radiant. That's such a great verse <laughs> and, uh, of scripture. Her face and was great just great radiant. Chapter.
0: And uh, so I said, what happened to you? And she, so she tells the story. And she said, I came to Brother Terry four days ago. And she said, I told him that I hadn't felt my baby move in many days. And that I was in excruciating pain. And I was bleeding profusely. And then I'd been to the doctor that morning. And he said my baby's dead. And he's going to take it from me. Right. And Brother Terry said, "No, you go back to the doctor. I decree in the name of Jesus, your baby will live and not die." And she said so. I did. And she said and on the way to the doctor's office, she said the bleeding stopped. And she said by the time I got to the, she said when he prayed for when he she said, when he prayed for me, I never prayed right. for. Her, that's what she right. said. When Brother Terry prayed for me, she said the pain stopped.
1: Hallelujah. And she
0: said on the way to the doctor's office, the bleeding stopped. And she said, when I got to the doctor's office and I was sitting there waiting to see him, my baby kicked me and began to move. Oh! <laughs> and she said, then the doctor examined Hallelujah. me and listened with a stethoscope to the baby. Right. Said everything's perfect. When well, I see that's life in abundance. That's life. That's Jesus. You don't have Jesus. to wonder. Is this God? Is this a devil? Yeah, no. Right. If it's bad, it's the devil. Exactly. If it's killing, it's the devil. Stealing, it's, it's just the devil. That Destroying, easy. it's the devil. If it's life in abundance, that's Jesus. Thank God. God is a people God and yes, people. Yes, He is. And you, you and our ministers. We love people. God's people love people. That's right. But I tell you, these devils out here in politics and in in the world and in crazy places uh, yeah. hate people. Business they hate Wall people. Street, they despise yeah. them.
1: Yeah. They want to get rid of They want to eliminate 2 billion, four billion people off the face right. of the earth. And, and then the other folks that a lot of times, you know, Wall Street and Hollywood, and all, there, there, there is no respect for life. Oh, no. There is no respect for individual autonomy, which is everything God Especially and the kingdom of God. if you're an older God. person or yeah. if you're a baby. Yeah. You're no, you're no use to anybody according to them. Well, and that's just so opposite from a God that created humanity that wants to be good to all men, all women, all children, protect life and honor it and respect it and then provide for it and then spend eternity with you. I Amen. mean, that in itself is God wants to spend eternity with me. The God that created the universe, everything I see, hear, feel, taste and smell that God wants me to spend eternity with Absolutely. him. And he's not willing and that anybody only good stuff. Yeah. All, that he didn't want anybody to perish. And he's always got only good stuff for you. You know, you know
0: the church acts like in the last 2000 years since yeah. the Bible was written, uh, since the New Testament was written. They act like that uh, the devil and God have changed places, and the devil does good stuff, and God's doing all the bad stuff. Well, that's just not true. No, the devil's bad, and God is good. God is good. Hey, you missed this earlier service. I told the people you weren't with me this morning, and we did another service here, which aired, uh, which which they air a week apart. Right. And I told them by the time they see this, we'll be in Europe. We'll be in France and England, and and this pretty green grass will probably be white, have snow all over. (laughs) Have snow. But we're in a wonderful farm. Wonderful yes. farm, dear friends of ours. They're they're South Africans, and yet they came to America yes. uh, as missionaries, yes, uh, because God told them to. And they our country needed They help. immigrated legally, and, uh, and and they bought this farm here in Culpeper, Virginia, right? And uh, they're building a wonderful uh, church, yes. And, and and I talked to you about it in the last program, and I think tomorrow maybe we'll walk over there and show it. Show it to them. Right. But uh, they call it the Glory Barn. Big old barn. And they're redoing it and remodeling it and making it first class it'll hold about two thousand people when they get finished right and uh, and they've called their whole property they bought here it's about 85 acres they call it uh, uh, Glor- uh, a miracle. miracle mountain miracle mountain miracle mountain called the barn glory barn <laughs> and then we've been preaching for the last several nights yes. in a smaller building over yes. here it's yes. the church it's rivers of uh, uh revival rivers church
1: right
0: and uh, you can look all that stuff up on the internet or on, on facebook or whatever and uh, but Ricardo Watson, you're going to hear from him. He's going to he's going to make a mark. You know, you know, um, it's interesting sometimes when people hear people say, I, I've come to America to be a missionary. Right. And um, it's very interesting. I, I don't have a problem with that if God sent him to be a missionary. I, Absolutely. Something I do have a problem about is that uh, people in America that are Americans say that they're American missionaries. I know you're not.
1: No, right. We
0: just came from a missions conference. <laughs> I talked about that in the early program when you weren't with me. Yeah. Uh, and I said, yeah, we just came from this glorious, wonderful, marvelous missions conference. Yes, yes. And I said, we raised over $300,000 for missionaries, not for uh, us, for mission, rather missionaries. Yes. And uh, we ended up giving about, committing about $20,000 ourselves yeah. uh, to various projects and various missionaries around the world. But uh, I've taught for years and years and years, and pastors don't understand this. Even great men of God don't understand it. I've argued with some great top line fathers of, my fathers in the faith I've argued with this about, uh, that uh, you can't be a missionary in a country that you're born in and a citizen of. Right. You know, I was born in Texas. Right. You know, you was born in Zanesville, Ohio. Yes. You know, I was raised <laughs> in Texas. You are raised in Louisiana. Right. And uh, uh, we're Americans. Right. So we can't be missionaries to America. Right. But people say that just so people will give them money. You know, they think, "What well, if a I say I'm a missionary. Pastors, apostles, but prophets, you can, if evangelists, you can, teachers. If you're in your country, you can be a you can be a pastor right you can be an evangelist right. you can be a teacher you can be a prophet you can be an apostle but you can't be a, 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 missionary, a missionary in your country right so I have people come from from uh, Kenya to the to, to America and want to go to a missions conference or from Ghana or from um, India or wherever they come to American missions conference they say oh I'm a, I, I am a missionary in my own country and, and I said, no, you're not. Yeah. You can't be a missionary in your country. You can be an, you can be an apostle, prophet, advanced pastor, pizza, right. ch- choose one. Right. Whatever God makes you, you can be. But yeah. you're, you're not a missionary. What churches have is outreach. Right. You know, I go to churches here in America, and they'll tell me, oh, Brother Terry, we're doing a we're doing a mission trip with our youth. I said, really? What country are you taking them to? They said, oh, we're not taking them to the country. We're, we're taking them over here in, in the poor part of town, and they're going to paint some houses for some older fit folks. And I said, hey, that's great, Pastor. I'm glad you're doing it. But that's not missions. They're not missionaries. I said, your church should have outreach. That's an outreach from your church. Don't call it missions. It's not missions. It's a church outreach. Uh, you can do evangelism in your right. own country. You can go and have evangelistic services. You can have 10 crusades You can have ten crusades. downtown, vacant lot. You can be an evangelist. You can be a pastor. You can be an apostle. You can be a prophet. You can be right. a teacher. But you can't be a missionary in your own country. Right. And yet everybody wants to take that, that word missions and that word missionary and they want to throw it all in the same basket. Yeah. and just say, oh, everybody's a missionary. And I hear people say it all the time, everybody's a missionary. No, right? And no. I've said for decades, everybody's a missionary, but you're either a goer, one who goes, or a sender, one who sends, but you're not a missionary in your own country.
1: Right. Brother Osteen came to uh, our church when, uh, back in the late 70s, 78, uh, John Osteen. Yes. John Osteen came. The original uh, House of Osteen. Uh, right. <laughs> and my husband, and, my first husband and his family were uh founding members of the wonderful Great Lakewood Church with Pastor John Osteen. And Brother Osteen preached a message that he hadn't even yet preached in his church. He preached at our dedication. Mm -hmm. And that Message was called every believer a minister, right? And he a minister, right? A minister, not a missionary, a minister. not a missionary, but a minister. And he broke it down in there in Ephesians chapter four, talking about how the fivefold ministry is for the edifying, the building up of the body of Christ that yes. we might do the work of the, of the ministry. So when we're in the ministry of the Lord Jesus Christ, not the fivefold ministry, but your ministry. You're doing ministry right. and your ministry means influence. It means waiting on people. Right. It well, means every, the Bible taking says care every of every
0: believer is a minister. Of reconciliation, right? An able Your job minister, as a as a Christian is to win souls. Just right. to reconcile sinners to God. That's that such old Christmas a Christmas song. God and sinners, sinners are reconciled. reconciled.
1: Joyful, joyful, all ye nations! I, I just love the words in some of those Christmas songs. But the the concept is is that we're being sent out mm-hmm. to be influencers, right. and that the fivefold ministry of apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers are to help us grow up yes. and mature into yes. that, and do that right here where we are and where we're going. But then there's this there's this added dimension of, as you've taught so many times, the five times in uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, and the book of Acts, where Jesus said now go into all the world. What we call the Great Commission. The Great Commission and do missions outside in the world by missionaries. And that takes us added calling and a level of commitment and anointing to leave the comfort of your home Home country, right. home leave your state, family, literal leave your home, house. Like Jesus did. <laughs> Jesus was God's
0: first great missionary.
1: Right. And he, he did. I mean, he left heaven, came to earth. He was the original left missionary. His family. Left everything. The comforts of home talk about heaven. And then like if someone is called in your home church or, or they felt what we call a calling to leave everything mm-hmm. and go to some foreign country mm-hmm. where they are not comfortable, Mm -hmm. where there is not, where they're having to deal with culture shock, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe Mm -hmm. another language, Mm -hmm. you know, another uh, kind of temperature that they're used to. And that is a missionary. And that's a different calling, different anointing, different grace Mm -hmm. to be able to do that. Because most people don't want to leave their houses. They don't want to leave the comforts of their home. And you and Jackie did that. We did it. We did it. You left the, the comforts of the United States, I always say, and, all in, and Texas too, you know, to leave all of that and go to a foreign country. And then all these other years you've gone and traveled around the world to just some of the most primitive places on the planet, sure. Terry, the jungles. And, and you know,
0: mission, missions, missionary is not a Bible word. Right. Uh, even our translator, no, right. we can't even blame that on the translator. This, We're just you, trying you to help you think it, about you don't it. You do find right. it in the Bible. Right. No place you find missions missionary uh, in the Bible is back in the back map section where the maps are, and you see little dotted lines, <laughs> right, and it says right. the missionary journeys of Paul. It's, appalled, appalled. Appalled. But it's right. not in the Bible. Right. Uh, a missionary, a true missionary, is uh, is an apostle. Yes. So the word the word missionary comes from a Greek word, from a Latin word mitto, m-i-t-t-o, meaning one sent out or a sent one or I send. The Greek word apostelos, where we get our word apostle from right. means when sent out, I sent one or I send. Right. So a missionary uh, usually is an apostle. But and I'll say this, it sounds confusing and yeah, we're, we're running, running out of time, time, so I don't want to confuse <laughs> you. But every every apostle will be a missionary, but not every missionary will be, be an, an apostle. apostle. Because there are missionaries that go to the foreign fields to help the apostle, and they're the they're the secretaries and the drivers, right. and the mechanics, right. and the, the crusade builders and stuff, and anyway we're gonna to have to go. Well, but uh, anyway, think about that in the area of missions.
1: One, one thing that the ministry does do, and that's why we're doing uh, More Than Conquerors uh, program, is to help you think right about these things and be able to understand. them. It's what the Bible calls understanding. Yes. And the more understanding you have, the more God can lead you into places and you have fewer questions and less of confusion. The mission, we're
0: right in the middle of our Christmas orphan project. Yes. uh, Giving Christmas presents to orphans that the people can partner with us. We've talked about partnership the last few shows, last few programs. You can partner with us in Terry Mize Ministries. You can partner with us in Jackie Mize International Children's Foundation. You can partner with us at this
1: Christmas time for orphans. And you can always be more More than than conquerors. conquerors. Bye-bye.